a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Fifth Seal episode 50. I'm your host, The Evangelical Norm. We are live on YouTube. I'm going to try to do this live uh, every other Wednesday throughout the year. Um, We may have to record a couple of episodes, but I really want to try to make sure this is a a live broadcast. Usually a little late today, going to try to do a little earlier on Wednesdays, but the second and fourth Wednesdays of every month, we will begin our countdown of the World Watch list for 2021. The World Watch list is out, so we are ready to start up our Fifth Seal uh, broadcast again. So the Fifth Seal is a podcast that I started about 10 years ago, started out just as Persecuted Church Awareness Month, and it is to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world, and we count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch list where life is uh, the hardest for Christians to follow Christ because of the persecution that they endure. So the episode numbers will go backwards. We'll start at episode 50. We will end up at episode one at the end of November, which is Persecuted Church Awareness Month. So again, from January to October, we will do every other Wednesday or the second and fourth Wednesdays of every month. We will do uh, a broadcast counting down those countries. And then in November, which is Persecuted Church Awareness Month, we will start every single day of the month. We will count down from number 30 to number one, sharing stories about persecution around the world and pointing out the prayer points and just a little bit of information about each one of those countries on the world watch list. And then we will pray together uh, for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their belief in the Christ. So that's a really big, long intro. Um, But now, having all that being said, it is Wednesday, January 13th, 2021, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. Christian convert in Uganda killed Yusuf Kintu, a 41-year-old former imam of Maka Mosque in Dolwe Island, Mayagi District, was killed on December 7, 2020, by a Muslim mob. This attack came just a week after Yusuf converted to Christianity. According to Pastor Andrew Nyama of the Full Gospel Church Dolwe, Yusuf had put his faith in Christ on November 30, 2020, after hearing the gospel. He said, quote, we had been talking on several occasions, but he was so argumentative when we touched on matters related to faith. He was a brilliant Muslim imam, but he also respected other people's faith. On this day, he was calm and receptive. He gave me humble his time to explain to him why Christ is the only way to the Father. He repented of his sins and committed, it, committed to following Christ, unquote. Yusuf and his family were living in a house close to the mosque where he was an imam. Three days after he got saved, his wife Hashfa divorced him and left with two of their young children to her father's home in Baguri district. She left behind the two older children, Abudakrim, 19, and Sauda, 16. 
ICC's partner in Uganda said, quote, according to several witnesses, the local imam, the local Muslim community was upset in Yusuf for leaving Islam and becoming a Christian. Yusuf was seriously beaten and left unconscious. His older son and daughter were not able to help him immediately until morning when Pastor Andrew arrived and took him to the hospital, unquote. He later died while receiving care at the hospital. Uganda is not known for hatred of Christianity. However, it is becoming much more common among Muslim-majority communities. Many new Christians suffer at the hands of their families and former friends due to conversion. Yusuf is one of the few who, at, who is actually killed, but many suffer loss of livelihoods, family, homes, and property. Please pray for Yusuf's family and those that attacked him. Pray that his witness might soften the hearts of those who hated him in the end. So, again, this just starts off our year with with stories of this is what our brothers and sisters endure throughout the world because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Many of them converting to, to Christianity, repenting of their sin, and putting their faith in Jesus can become a death sentence rather quickly or just a series of, of persecution event after persecution event after persecution event uh, from local communities, family members, especially those who convert from hostile religions like Islam. So let us, let's pray for, for Yusuf, uh, his family. Uh, pray for Pastor Andrew as he ministers to this family and ministers to those in his church there in Uganda. And that brings us to our World Watch List country for today. Again, we are number 50 on our list, and that is Comoros. Uh, so a little bit of information about Comoros. The, again, it is, uh, its region is Africa. The persecution score for Comoros is 62. Uh, persecution type is Islamic oppression. Uh, the religion, main religion is Islam. The persecution level is very high. The population of Comoros is 870,000, of which about 4,200 are Christians, so about a half of a percent. Federal, the government is a federal presidential republic, and the leader is President Azali Asumani. Uh, what does persecution look like in Comoros, and what is life like for Christians? Christians in Comoros are not able to share their faith freely in public. If they do, they face legal consequences. In some parts of the country, extremist groups threaten Christians with violence. Proselytization in any, by any religion except for Islam is illegal, and converts to Christianity can be prosecuted. Com converts from a Muslim background face the most severe difficulties. They are often pressured to keep their faith private, leaving them no option but to live out their faith in secret. The situation for Christians in Comoros has changed very little in recent years. While the country is making progress in stability and democracy, there is still a rise of radical Islamic sympathies among the population at large. However, the country has greatly improved from the 1990s when it spent several years ranked in the top 20 on the world watch list. This year's re-entry into the top 50 is due to the government's pressure on all religious groups except for Sunni Islam. The government believes that freedom, the freedom of religion in the Constitution is for foreigners, not for Comorians. That means converts have to hide their face, have to hide their faith. The public stance of the government also gives locals a license to pressure and persecute Christians. 
Persecution is common in all Christian communities in Comoros. However, the level of persecution that Christians from a Muslim background experience is much more extreme than the levels other groups face. Though through local partnerships, Open Doors has come alongside Christians in Comoros since the 1990s. Through strategic partnerships with local churches, Open Doors supports and equips the persecuted church with the economic development through the depth of in-depth training, leadership development, and cross-cultural evangelism and care for new believers. So some prayer points for Comoros. Pray for Christians in Comoros to be faithful and fruitful in their work, keeping in mind Colossians 3, 22 and 24. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Pray for Christians in Comoros to live joyfully and blamelessly so that others will ask them about their lives and an open door and open a door for the gospel. Pray for Christians who left Islam to follow Jesus. Ask God to give them wisdom, courage, and support so they know they are never alone. And pray that the Lord will use programs of open doors to bring support and hope to Christians in Comoros. Pray that these believers will be a testimony to the Lord's grace and encourage many to come to faith in Him. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for this opportunity, this this community to come together to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in, in you, Lord. We thank you that you have provided us uh, for right now that we, we still have a platform um, on different social media where we can uh, come together and pray for our brothers and sisters where we can put out this information and bring awareness uh, to what our brothers and sisters around the world are enduring because of their faith in you. Lord, we pray for our brother's family, uh, brother Yusuf's family in Uganda. Uh, we pray that, that they would uh, have peace, that you would bring comfort to them. Lord, I pray that even his wife that divorced him and took their younger children, that she would see his willingness to persevere through this persecution and up into death lord that he he stood firm in his faith as as short as that time period was he stood firm in his faith in you and uh stood on his testimony of repentance and faith in your work on the cross that she would see that you would use that lord to draw her and his older children to a, a well to a place of repentance and faith where they put their trust in you we pray for for pastor andrew there that he would uh have the wisdom as he ministers to this family and the community at large there lord that you would give him wisdom to use uh this to 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 preach the gospel that more people would be drawn to faith and uh repentance in you, Lord, and we pray for our brothers and sisters in Comoros that they would be faithful and fruitful in their work as they as they work there, that they would be uh, examples of, of what uh, it is to be a Christian, Lord, that they would be upright beyond reproach um, as they as they work in whatever field you've put them in there. And Lord, that, that you would use that, not just their lifestyles, not just uh, the this lifestyle of being above reproach, but that you would give them boldness even in the fact that proselytization is is illegal, but that you would give them opportunity to speak about you, Lord, to, to share your gospel, to use the words that are necessary to share the good news with those who need to hear it so that you, by your spirit, will draw them through the preaching of your word to a place of repentance, Lord, that you would draw more and more believer uh, people 
to uh, to repentance and faith in Comoros, so that we would see an increase in the believers there in that country, Father. We pray for those who have left Islam, that you would uh, be with them, that you would give them, again, courage and strength, that you would give them the uh, the endurance to persevere whatever persecution they, they are going to endure, whether it be from the local uh, Islamic community through their families. Lord, we pray that you would bless them and that you would use their witness and their testimony to draw others to yourself. And we pray that, that you would, through the working of Open Doors USA's and, uh, USA and other Christian ministries, Lord, that you would just increase the preaching of the gospel uh, in Comoros. Lord, we would pray that we would see it once again fall off of this World Watch list, this top 50, Lord, that they would be uh, continue to make progress in freedom of religion for their people, um, openness to and, and acceptance uh, of Christianity and that the, that the preaching of the gospel would no longer be illegal, that there would be freedom of religion there, Lord, and that you would be glorified in all of those things. And Father, again, we just thank you for this time we have to come together and pray and, uh, and bring awareness to the plight of our brothers and sisters around the world and that we can glorify you through the preaching of your gospel, Lord. And we pray these things and it's for your name and for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for uh, being part of this, for taking your time out to watch, whether you're watching live or whether you're watching later. Share this if you can. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, I would encourage you to hit the like button, hit the subscribe. There's a whole bunch of other stuff of content that comes out on this channel here on YouTube. Or you can go over, if you're just interested in the persecuted church stuff, you can go over to Facebook to the group The Fifth Seal. Um, Hit the, hit the join button there. We'll get you added to that group. And you'll get just the stuff about uh, the persecuted church. Uh, hoping to be starting up pages on Gab, uh, a couple other places where we can uh, have some more, hopefully more uh, guarantee of free speech in those areas and not be concerned with being uh, deplatformed in any of those places. So there's a few places you can join. And if you just want the audio podcast as well, you can go over to uh, um, wherever you get your podcast. You can get it at Google Play or Google Podcasts, Amazon, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, you can find it. Just look for the fifth seal and you'll find the audio version of this podcast as well. So once again, Thank you guys for, for coming and joining us to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.